It is 10, 23 p.m. And I am once again with my friend, Elliser. Elliser, how are you? I'm good. How about you, Vincent? Doing well, doing well. Uh, but anyways, yeah. uh, this is a kind of a special treat because usually due to COVID, we were looking at historical events pertaining to some type of epidemic. But I find our current episode will be a bit uh, of a blessing because it's based off something that you wrote. Yes. Yes. Um, an article was, was posted on the Daily Signal, and it's called America Should Know More About Ulysses S. Grant, written by her one and only Elisir Silla. How yes. do you feel about just being published it, it's a little weird, uh, Vincent, uh, to tell you the truth. When I first saw my article being published along the uh, greats of a conservative writers like Ben Shapiro and other people, uh, it was kind of it was kind of cool. Uh, I don't think I've worked on conservative publications before, but they haven't been as famous, I guess, as you can say, as the Daily Signal. Um, I don't even think the Daily Signal is that famous. It's um, it is, however, associated with a very. Uh, uh, famous and very powerful a conservative organization of the Heritage Foundation and for which I interned kind of <laughs> virtually over the summer and they gave me the opportunity to write an article so I am very happy to have done this and have done something good with my summer. Nice. So why they came to you they offered it to you through the through your um, through your internship or was right. it like an assignment? They, uh, they provided opportunities for uh, fellows, which I was, uh, to, to write an article for the Daily Signal. And so I had to grab that opportunity. Nice. Now, why did you pick Ulysses S. Grant? Yeah, that's a very good question, Vincent. Um, I, think, um, I think Ulysses S. Grant is a very, uh, he's not a very well-known figure in U.S. history among the general public. And I've been very curious about him. Uh, for a while. Um, I actually have a book uh, that I mentioned in the article uh, by a historian named Ron Chernow. He's the same guy who authored the uh, a biography on Hamilton, and which is the source of inspiration for the famous musical that everyone knows today. Um, it is a very long book, though, and so I've not finished it yet. But um, obviously, everybody knows how the story ends, more or less. So I'm very glad that I was able to research more about Grant and uh, kind of like satisfy my own uh, interest in knowing more about him before having finished the book. Yeah, uh, I, I, me and my sisters, including some, some of my other cousins, we attended an elementary school named after Ulysses S. Grant. So mm. kind of interesting fact. I didn't know much about him until I read your article. Yeah, he's a very uh, underappreciated president. Um. I think uh, once you get to know more about him, um, I think you'll kind of be disappointed that he isn't as well known as he should be. So I think uh, writing this article will help even a little bit will help uh, fuel the a fuel positive discourse about him, uh, because obviously we need to know, we need to know more about our history, especially in today's time. Um, yeah, the, the nature 
today's times we know are bringing a lot of conflict in discussion and a lot of movements um, socially. We're all aware. Um, and so I guess my, my first question based off of just reading a couple of, couple of your couple sentences from your article, you did mention that he's put in a negative light. What was that negative light a recent turn of like um, historical uh, change, I guess, or not? How do I phrase that? Um, just the like a reevaluation of the history for the sake of their cause or of the cause. So it's been uh, more than it's ever. It's been that way since the beginning. Uh, I would say. Um, so you have to think about the context of the Civil War. Um, Grant or post the Civil War, Grant oversaw Reconstruction, which was basically a period in U.S. history when, as the name implies, the country was reconstructing itself after the Great Civil War, which killed so many American lives. And so there's a lot of Southern resentment toward Grant because Grant actually fought for African-American civil rights, which I'm sure we'll talk about later in the podcast. But unfortunately, uh, Southern sympathizers, they uh, controlled the narrative in a sense. Reconstruction ended after Grant left office in 1877. And so the South was able to, in a sense, uh, put racism and uh, all that um, horrible stuff in the front minds in the South. And they were able to kind of portray Grant in a negative light. And unfortunately, um, that kind of a, that kind of that kind of was uh, put into the mainstream view of history when it comes to Grant, and it's been so for probably for the past hundred years, I guess. Um, but until recently, very recently, a lot of historians like Ron Chernow have been reevaluating Grant and seeing that he has actually uh, done deserved a, a better historical ranking than what than what other people would have suggested uh, many years ago. So to summarize it, um, there was propaganda placed on Grant in that he was a, a negative guy, a negative president towards um, the United States. But in reality, he was actually doing an, a, a, a wonderful thing in freeing slaves and giving them rights. Yeah, and it's, uh, f freeing freeing former slaves, and in a sense, uh, realizing what Lincoln did when he did the emancipation. Um, I put a very uh, captivating quote in the article, uh, quoting uh, a black um, a journal of black uh, Americans. Uh, I think uh, I think it had yes, to I do. Lincoln, yeah, I think it had that Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, but it was Grant who actually freed the slaves. Yeah, exactly. So I think that was a very beautiful way of putting it. Um, it was um, it was Grant. Who, uh, it was Lincoln who uh, kind of uh, officially did it uh, with uh, signing the Emancipation Proclamation. But because Lincoln got assassinated and his his successor Andrew Johnson, who was a terrible president, uh, one of the worst presidents in American history, um, he uh, Johnson did not realize that vision, but it ended up. Uh, falling on Grant to fulfill Lincoln's uh, vision. And uh, 
what what better man to do it than Grant? Because Grant and Lincoln were very close, uh, especially during the Civil War. Um, so I think that that quote in the Journal of Blacks in Higher Education, um, that's the name of the journal. I found it. Um, I think that quote was, was very moving. Um, but yeah, I think uh, uh, Grant's reputation um, was sullied and kind of a messed up because of the South, of, very, of many ex-Confederates who sympathized with uh, with uh, policies that wanted to uh, prohibit Blacks from um, having their full rights realized. And so, unfortunately, yeah, I would, I will say that, um, like I mentioned in the article, that Grant um, had a lot of drinking problems and a lot of uh, other issues, and his administration had a, had a lot of uh, corruption issues, but um, in terms of his actions as president, they were they were very noble and uh, they deserve praise. And that that's something we need to acknowledge. Um, since he's been portrayed so negatively, we need to acknowledge not not just the negative but the positive, which which we appreciate of, on your article. Um, can you tell us a bit about his um, his military endeavors? You mentioned a little bit about how. He won, he practically won the Civil War in a particular battle, correct? Yeah, so I think uh, even before the Civil War, um, obviously you have to start somewhere, right? Uh, so a couple of decades before that, the Mexican-American War, uh, Grant uh, fought valiantly in that war effort. Um, he's very courageous. Um, I remember reading in Grant uh, by Ron Chernow, the biography, that he, uh, he did a lot of heroic things and uh, he was able to, uh, get a lot of honors in that war. Um, and so he uh, got a lot, a lot of accolades as a result of that. When the Civil War started, he was not in active duty, but after Fort Sumter, uh, he decided to volunteer. And after that, he, he basically rose up the ranks. Uh, it was very fast. He became, he led a lot of uh, soldiers in a very quick amount of time. Um, I mentioned in the article two battles, uh, two among um, a lot of bad, two among many battles that were very decisive in the war. But uh, one of them was Vicksburg. Um, Vicksburg is in Mississippi, and basically it was a very important war, a very important battle, because if you think, think about it ge- geographically, uh, Lincoln, uh, sorry, um, Grant was able to d- basically divide the Confederate Confederacy into two by uh, controlling the Mississippi River, and so that really weakened the Confederacy. Um, and obviously, ultimately, uh, Grant forced um, Robert E. Lee, uh, the famous Southern general, to surrender at the Appomattox Courthouse in 1865. Um, obviously, there are a lot of battles uh, far in between, um, but I put in a quote there from Lincoln, which is a very famous quote saying that basically Lincoln was pressured into replacing Grant because Grant was kind of a... A lot of people viewed Grant as reckless, but um, Grant was very decisive and um, Lincoln was asked to replace Grant. But uh, Lincoln famously said that I can't replace him because he fights. And so that's kind of like the uh, the tenacity that you see in Grant in in uh, making sure that the battles that he fought would be won and that no lives would be uh, be spared in that effort. Um, Yeah. One stereotype of Grant is that he was a butcher. Basically, the idea is that he just sent people to die for no reason. But when you think about it, um, I think he was very decisive and bold 
in doing that because you know y- how can you win a battle half-heartedly right like you don't just you don't win a, a battle just by sending like uh the worst men and the worst like like if, the least amount of people right so you have to unfortunately a lot a lot of lives were lost but um obviously that was for our freedom today yeah the cause the cost was beneficial for the co- the cause though we wish we couldn't have um made such a big cost i find that the way you described him reminds me of winston churchill to a certain degree um when i think about dunkirk and i think about um the bump the world war ii bombardments on england but understanding the cop the call for freedom the 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 need to fight for freedom i see that both in in grant as well as later on in winston churchill so i I really appreciate that aspect of knowing about grant i I believe he has a statue correct in um in uh washington dc yeah, so he has a statue in Washington D.C. Um, it's a picture of him on a horse. He was a very he was a very good uh, equestrian. Uh, he he knew how to ride horses from a young age. Um, and so, if you look in the Capitol, right in front of the Capitol, there is a a statue of Grant on a horse. He's facing the Lincoln, the Washington Monument, and the Lincoln Memorial. And so that just shows that um, our nation and our history. Uh, really treasure what he has done for our country. Um, so he's very prominent. So e- e- when you go to D.C., um, make sure you stop by the Capitol, in front of the Capitol, uh, on the um, western side, where uh, presidents are usually inaugurated. Um, you'll see a you'll see a statue of him above a reflecting pool. Yes, as you if you're walking from Capitol Hill towards um, Lincoln Memorial. And the Washington Monument, yes. Facing the National Mall. Um, wonderful. Um, do you, I, I really appreciate this article. I really hope you would produce another one. Do, do you think there might be another opportunity? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I think it would be great. Um, I don't think they would mind if I follow up with them a couple of months from now um, because uh, my name is associated with one article now. I don't think, uh, I think it would be beneficial for me to add a little more, but uh, we'll see. Wonderful. Great. Um, Now you mentioned real quick before we end our time, you mentioned a bit about the heritage foundation and your internship. I mean, thanks to, thanks to that opportunity you were given an opportunity to produce this article. So could you talk a little bit about your internship? Just give us a peek up interest on what you did there. Possibly we can do another podcast pertaining to what you did for the internship. Yeah. So um, over the past uh, summer, um, I was able to do a virtual um, internship. Uh, I don't know if internship is the right word. Um, I guess it's more of a, um, like a training session or um, yeah, I, I, it's not really, I don't know if I should call it an internship, but it was definitely a program that I was able to attend. Uh, obviously virtual, of course, uh, because of COVID. And uh, I was able to interact with um, a lot of college students around the country. Um, I'm, I was one of the older people, um, but that was, that was good because I was able to kind of talk to 
a lot of young people about like what they're doing in their, their campuses uh, with respect to uh, conservative activism and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, uh, I was able to learn a lot about uh, different policy issues and uh, I was able to um, really uh, kind of study the origins of, of America's founding. Um, I think, um, I, I think relating this back to Grant, um, obviously our country was founded on a very unique uh, idea in the in world history. Um, a lot of a countries, a lot of a nations and empires around the world uh, in 1776 and before that were founded on idea that the king ruled overall. But um, you know, America was different in that we were founded on adherence to a constitution and uh, freedoms that are natural to us. And so I think uh, Grant, even though uh, African-Americans weren't part of that original vision, uh, Grant helped to fight for that original uh, cause and helped to act, helped our country to realize the founding ideals of the Declaration of Independence. And so, um, you know, ideal, ideas like that um, and uh, um, uh, different literatures that pertain to that, um, I was able to get a taste of it at, at my time as an academy fellow. Um, the internship, quote unquote, uh, was called the Academy. Um, they just started it this past summer because of COVID. Normally, they would have an internship in person in Washington, but um, um, but yeah, the academy is uh, open for those who would be interested in uh, tackling something along the lines of uh, learning more about conservatism. Uh, it looks good on your resume, especially if you want to uh, do uh, uh, activism or work in politics. Um, but yeah, um, I think it is a very it, was, it has been a very good experience, and yeah, I would recommend it to anyone who would be interested in in learning more about uh, the conservative movement and learning more about America's history and being active in that. Um, you before the before the before we end, can you give us a, a taste of your your final project? You gave me a bit a hint before. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we did a group project. Um, a couple of guys and I did a group project on the South China Sea, and um, basically it was a very interesting topic because uh, obviously we're all interested in it because that's why we did it. But um, it was a very fast-moving topic because when we were working on it, working on it, a lot of developments happened. So um, the U.S. clarified its position on the South China Sea in July. So that was kind of a, a curveball. Um, so we kind of had to react accordingly. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was very interesting. Um, we, produ we produced a research paper, um, like not a research paper, but more of a policy recommendation paper. And uh, heritage scholars actually graded our work. And so it was pretty cool. Um, we unfortunately weren't the best ones. Uh, there, there were winners for the Capstone Project, but nevertheless, it was still a very interesting and very fun experience to go through. Um, most of all of my partners were on the East Coast, so we had to do a lot of time. We had to manage our time because of the time difference. Um, but it was it was cool interacting with them, and hopefully, I get to meet them in person. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was very a uh, very cool uh, being able to interact with people who kind of share the same interests. Um, I have not been able to do that unfortunately uh, for the past couple of years, just because uh, uh, I've not. I'm not in school anymore and uh, I guess it's kind of hard um, 
uh, talking about uh, foreign policy issues um, outside of uh, the nation's capital. Um, I remember when I was in D.C., like it was very easy to talk about politics because it, it, it's not surprising because uh, it's a nation's capital. But um, but yeah, it's very interesting. It's very cool being able to talk to people about the same interests, just like you would if you for any other subject. So, yeah. Oh, well, I'm very thankful that you got that opportunity. It gives us um, something, something useful and something important to talk about. Uh, may I ask this on you? Could uh, we, yes. What is could it? We talk about that, about your, about the South China Sea uh, on our next podcast. Of course. Yes. Wonderful. Course. Can't wait to hear. Is is that um, your project? Is is it written up somewhere? Like published anywhere? No, it's not published anywhere, and uh, I I do not have any intentions to publish it anywhere. Understood. Um, but I will uh I will definitely be able to draw from that uh resource that I was able to work on. Wonderful. Well, once once again, Alistair, you you informed us once again, informed our listeners. We're very thankful for your work, even though it may seem minute, is very important to our listeners. And I just want to thank you for all that you're, you've been doing for the podcast. I mean, to be honest, I, I'm just the guy that asks you questions, and you're the guy with all the information. So I'm very thankful for for your dedication and your your study and your work. Yeah, it's always fun, Vincent. Wonderful. Well, um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'll, for the listeners, I'll I'll give a link to uh, Elser's um, article uh, on the information for the podcast. And go, if you ever get a chance, go ahead and read it. Um, you can follow him at, at, Siller, at Elser Silla. Is that for Twitter? I believe that's for Twitter, right? That's Twitter, yes. That is Twitter. So you can find him there. I can't believe we have never <laughs> thrown you out, for thrown that information out on the other podcast. Don't you have a Twitter, Vincent? I do, but I'm just, I don't know. I don't say much. Uh, okay. Okay. Maybe I will. Who knows? But once again, Elsa, thank you for your time. Okay. Thank you, Vincent. All right. Till next time, guys.